Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. I have just learned that I only make 82% of what the previous Captain Bot earned. That's bullshit. Have a nice flight or not. I don't care. Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my David Boreanaz Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? La, 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 <laughs> la, la, I had just la, gotten that song out of my head. La, la, Stop la, it. La. Now it's in everyone's head. No one knows what it is. It's some <laughs> freaky deaky cult they have at the end of this, this show. I don't oh, know my what... God. That song was bizarre. And everyone's like, cult? Don't you mean like her high school? No. no. I don't know what this is. It's not this high school. It feels like a cult. It's, it's <laughs> not the Catholic church that everyone else is a member of. <laughs> it's something else, something weird. It was like it was like if you had been watching like a normal show and all of a sudden they like threw in like Draculas at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre. It was, like, it was bizarre. I got really creeped out actually. Yeah, I did it was, too. It was weird. So how are you doing? How are you feeling? Well, I'm still really sick. Cool. Uh, cool. cool. Lots of medicine. Our, our youngest is sick, I think, again. Yes, which means so. I'm going to maintain a continual illness until school's over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty much how it works. If you have kids, you know. If yeah. you don't have kids. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> you thought you were immune to everything, but you're not. Just wait until my kid throws his boogers all over you. Or, or, or like, he breathed in my mouth the other day. <laughs> and he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, but you breathed in my mouth. You're like, right in my mouth. I'm like, great. That'll be fun to deal with in a couple days. Anyway, have you been watching anything uh, uh, this week? Yeah, we've... Uh... We're watching a tiny house show. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. What is it called? Which one? We need to tell people what it's uh, called. It's like Buying Tiny Homes or... <laughs> Great title. Tying, <laughs> tiny Home Purchases or something like that. It's very... It's like the most boring name yeah. you can I, think I of. don't... I think tiny homes are interesting, so I always watch these shows about tiny homes. T- tiny. And, in, and in this one, these people are trying to buy tiny homes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I think we can go tiny. Oh, my God, it's so tiny. Every single <laughs> episode is someone bitching about the tiny home that yeah. they're looking at. Yeah. They're like, wow, this is too small. Why isn't there a door on this toilet? And like, literally, <laughs> literally every couple... That is on it yeah. is terrible. They're There's like horrible. Somebody is awful in yeah. every episode, and it's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I, I will watch it for that. I mean, I love the tiny home. I love the tiny home lifestyle. Tiny homes are fascinating. I just don't understand why they're so expensive now. I don't either. I mean, some of these tiny homes are going for like a million dollars. Yeah, like all these people are like, we just wanted a summer home, so we had a million dollars. A closet in the woods. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, man, wow, this really sucks. This blows. Just, the whole point of a tiny home was to be affordable housing for people. Just go to Lowe's, grab one of their sheds, yeah. put a little bit of insulation up, and you got yourself Boom. a tiny You got yourself a tiny home. You got yourself a tiny home. You got yourself a stew. You <laughs> got yourself a stew. But this week, Halloween is over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. Halloween came Halloween and went so Halloween was well. bizarre, too. Mm-hmm. And that's my word of the day. Bizarre. Bizarre. Because, like, as you said, and, you know, we both took out the boys trick-or-treating at different times we staggered. But at the end of the night, we both talked about what happened. And it's like a lot of people decorated but didn't have any candy. Yeah. What the fuck? 
There was a person in our neighborhood. It's still there. Yeah. Has three intricately carved jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. But they are staged in front of the house to make a block. So that you can't go up to the door. So it's like they took and the And then time other to... people had decorations of like pumpkins and stuff. And, and I we'd ring the doorbell because, you know, there's mm. pumpkins. Yeah. So you're thinking, oh, the blinds are open. Yeah. There's pumpkins. There's lights on. So you're thinking, oh, they're fine for trick or treating. And they and they'd go, no, we don't, we don't celebrate Halloween. This is fall festival. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem, you weirdo? Like, I mean, like, I don't mind if you don't celebrate Halloween, but there are certain protocols you need to take. Yeah. To turn off your light, close yeah. your blinds, don't decorate. No, don't decorate for, for sure. God, no, don't decorate. So yeah, it was really weird, mm-hmm. and like. I, it was just a bunch of mixed messages. And yeah. it is strange for us because our neighborhood has always gone huge. Yeah, we have people jumping out from behind bushes with chainsaws. Yeah, exactly. And this year it was just like... Very boring. We walked past probably like 10 houses in a yeah. row. I don't know if this is like a a financial thing, if people couldn't afford it this year yeah. um, or what. But it, but again, it, I don't mind if... Again, I don't mind if you don't celebrate. But like, don't, I mind. But I, I mind the mixed messaging. If you're not going to celebrate, don't yeah, decorate. I agree. Because that's just like, you it's, know, it's, it's just so awkward. confusing. It's awkward for everyone. So yeah. just like, you know. And then like the the one person that was like, oh, it's a fall. We celebrate fall festival. We don't mm-hmm. do Halloween. We left their doorway and they didn't do anything to like close their blinds. Yeah. I'm like, well, I guess you're going to have a very annoying, annoying night. night. Because yeah. you are going to get a million, yeah. you know. We had... Huge bags of candy because there's always so many kids who come around. Mm-hmm. But I was literally giving out like 10 huge pieces of candy to mm-hmm. every kid that would come out. Yeah. Because there was hardly any kids. Yeah. there. Were, I mean, comparatively, yeah. there wasn't as many as we normally Normally, it's just weird. like two or three pieces. But no, huge handfuls for each yeah. kid because I was like, we're going to have so much extra candy. It was so weird because like, especially during, I mean, not, I'm not trying to suggest the p- pandemic is over. But during the height of pandemic, yeah. we had more people yeah. than now. Yeah, and like, we had the cool candy tubes. Yeah, we had yeah. cool candy tubes and stuff yeah. that we invented. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, Halloween is over. Mm-hmm. Um, done watching Halloween movies. Yeah, yeah. Watched When Harry Met Sally, which is my like my thing. Your thing. My, my thing. Every, Your thing. It's my palate cleanser after all the horror movies of, <laughs> of, of October. I watched When Harry Met Sally by it's myself. It's like your favorite movie. It's my favorite movie. I knocked off Lawrence of Arabia off my top four <laughs> movies on Letterboxd to put When Harry Met Sally. Because I, honestly, I was like, I watch it every year. I like it every year. Yeah. It's stupid the, like that yeah. I don't. You know? so right. I got to own it. Gotta own it. Gotta own it. It's a great movie. <laughs> anyway, but that's not, that's like the polar opposite of what we watched today. <laughs> today is tax, Taxic, Toxic Masculinity Month. Oh, yeah. And we started out with a bang. It was great. A bang, a flash grenade. Flash grenade, you could say. Called Seal Team. Just Seal Team. On Paramount Plus. I think it used to be on CBS, and I think there's some complaints about that in the review section. Oh, okay. If not, there were, and I can. So they added speak. titties on Paramount Plus. Oh, just wait till we get to the reviews. They are shocking. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I mean, if I didn't include all of the ones, oh, I included a lot. It looks like I, I, I remember a lot of what like some of the complaints were. It's funny. Oh, okay. Anyway, too woke. <laughs> What really? What really? <laughs> I got gonna cough. Say Not gonna say anything. Oh man! You're gonna have to wait to find out what was too woke about <laughs> this show. <laughs> we we we've we're through the looking glass here, people. Oh God! 
Um, anyway, do you want to Maybe a... that was why I didn't have a problem with it too much. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, do you want to give a show synopsis of this? I do, I do. The lives of the elite Navy SEALs as they train, plan, and execute the most dangerous high-stakes missions the United States of America can ask. <laughs> In Hunting Man. And Hunting Man, the um, most dangerous game. And, oh, and uh, this is the uh, episode synopsis uh, yeah, yeah. for Tip of the Spear. The most elite unit <laughs> of Navy SEALs. It's an elite unit, guys. They are so elite. Their girth is outstanding. <laughs> it's an elite unit. Elite, man. Slick. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading a lot of weird romances oh, lately. Oh, no. Oh, God, their wording is terrible. Yeah, Ugh, if yeah. I have to see the word thatch one more time, I swear. Oh, thatch is a horrible word. <laughs> it's for, awful. For pubic hair. It's awful. <laughs> it's awful. Okay. <laughs> the most elite unit of Navy SEALs must navigate their professional and personal lives as they train. It's, a, it's the same damn thing. It's, it's, as okay, show. okay, never It's mind. the same damn thing, babe. You just threw my iPad up. I didn't. It fell on you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's uh, called gravity, babe. <laughs> Learn it. Yeah, but let's go back. Thatch is a horrible word. <laughs> it makes me feel like there's a rabbit hiding in there or something. There is. <laughs> you gotta find it. <laughs> but anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, this was starring David Boreanaz as Jason Hayes. He was in Buffy and Angel, Bones, American Dad, and Family Guy. He's had a big career. He, you know, you said that. Like, yeah. He, he's had a good career. It's been steady. He's not someone, I don't think he's a, an actor that immediately comes to your, to mind when you think of like, oh, they had a great career. Mm-hmm. But he's, like you said, he's mm-hmm. been steady. Working steady mm-hmm. since, since 98. Since, yeah, whenever Buffy came yeah. out. And he looks good. Mm-hmm. He still looks real he good. He looks really good because he's got to be in his like, 50s by now, gotta probably. Yeah. And he looks better now than he did in season five of Angel. Remember season oh, five of Angel? Season five of Angel. He was kind of bloated. He is. And, like, and we're like, he's supposed to be like, like an aging <laughs> vampire. And it's like, but I guess he can gain a little more. Yeah. But. But yeah, no, he, uh, he he's looking good. Yeah. Surprisingly. Well, I guess it's not surprisingly. He's just aging well. <laughs> uh, Neil Brown Jr. as Ray Perry. He was in Naked Cold. Is that, wait. Oh, okay. He, no, he's in Naked Cold, colon, <laughs> Choices, American Dad, and Family Guy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Beginning to sense a pattern. <laughs> nah, that's as far as I guess. Uh. We got A.J. Buckley as Sonny Quinn. I don't know any of these people. I don't either. No, I know David Boreanaz, so that's it. He's the only actor. When we're talking about this, we're going to be like, that guy, this And then guy. that guy says. <laughs> As Sonny Quinn, he was in Zombie Hamlet and Christmas Mail. I wonder what Zombie Hamlet is. Sounds great. Sounds fascinating. Tony Truck says Lisa Davis. She was in The Mentalist and Grimm. Mm. We have Justin Melnick as Brock. He was in Seal Team. <laughs> And Max Therio, I think, Theriot, mm. uh, as Clay Spencer. He was in Nancy Drew and Kit Kittredge, is that an strap? American girl. I think that's the strap. Yeah, he looks like the strap. Yeah, he All looks right. like a strap. He looks like a strap. And he's kind of the young, the young Yeah, book. so I'm, I'm, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Kit Kittredge. I just, I just love the fact that I feel like uh, Navy SEALs or SEAL Team or whatever mm-hmm. the show is called was like his reaction to being in Nancy Drew and <laughs> Kit Kittredge and American girl. I got to be douchebaggery, man. <laughs> I got to get douchey real fast. Real fast. This show was released September 27th, 2017. The number one song was Look What You Made Me Do by Taylor Swift. 
the number one number one movie was Blade Runner 2049. Nice. Right. You got a prediction for the show? Yeah. A bunch of D-bags will try to out-D-bag each other. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost a haiku. Mine was fragile egos swell. Musky testosterone sense. Ew, musky. <laughs> Engorged muscles bulge. <laughs> they didn't give me the muscles. There wasn't near... I need to see more naked volleyball players. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think that was you what you were expecting. At one point, the, the warning said there was like sexual content. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because they all just like fuck each other later. <laughs> all the SEAL team guys just start banging it out. Yeah. I was like, sweet. I can get behind this. For this week... I have a, a quiz for us mm. this week, uh, or I, I, I guess for you. For, for me. For you. For me. Yes. This quiz is an official quiz from the makers of GoToQuiz. Okay. <laughs> as are you Navy SEAL material? No, nah, I can't follow orders. <laughs> I can't understand their jargon half the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you haven't played Mass Effect like I have. Oh, uh, okay. So, you know, see, like, I, I was easily following it off. Oh, were you really? Yeah. Oh, I, I was like, it really was like an instant immersion into like yeah, you, military. Yeah, jingo, you need to like know jargon. the you need to know the jargon in order to follow it. Yeah, yeah. there was there were times where I was like, "What does strap mean?" <laughs> <laughs> like <Yeah>. military, <laughs> you know, like what is AAR? I like how military. I was like, "Hey, honey, look up cuckold for me." I don't know what that means. <laughs> I up. want the exact definition. Because <laughs> now that you're a Harry Styles stan, you like. I don't know. I'm had, not a fan of that dude. I just I, happen to know who he is now. Well, not after he cuckolded Jason Sudeikis. And then that's what you said. And I was like, wait a second. You were like, I don't like that term. I don't like that term. And secondly, what exactly does that mean? I have a general idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I need exactly. Do you feel better about it now that you know the exact definition? I still think it's a shit word. Yeah. I don't it needs like to be it banned. It's, it's a like disgusting it. word. It sounds gross. It's like. Cucked. It's like the worst, the C word <laughs> yeah. and the F word. Cucked. <laughs> <laughs> that is disgusting. It's a gross word. I hate it. Worst word ever. Okay. We're going to see if Aaron is Navy SEALs material. Mm, okay. You are in the last phase of the PST. Okay. You have to run 1.5 mile jog in under 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. You see an opening to cut the course and nobody will see you. Mm. What is your course of action? Suck it up and finish the f- run fairly. Cut the course. You don't care. You slacked off earlier, so this is okay. Cut the course, but join back at the one-mile mark, just to be fair. No, stay on target. Stay on mission. Ooh, I don't think you're going to win. So suck it up and finish the uh, yeah. run fairly? Yep. Okay. Don't deviate from the mission parameters. Well, that's one thing we learned from like, the show. Well, no, just never in general. You obey my fucking orders or you get the fuck out. That strap, I swear to God, I would have flayed him alive. You are like a flag-waving conservative <laughs> after watching this show. <laughs> I would have destroyed that motherfucker. Yeah, you want you wanted David Boreanaz to just take his head off. Yeah. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Okay. You fall in line or you get out. Yeah. F***ing straps. F***ing straps. Uh, you are deployed into your first mission, mm. a reconnaissance mission in northern Russia. Mm. You also have an optional objective to take out a black market dealer. Nice. This is very appropriate for today's episode. Yeah. You have the primary target in sight. He is coming out of the facility to take a piss. Ooh, sweet. How do you proceed? Give the order to your team to put a bullet through his eye socket. You put a bullet through his brain. Tell your team to sneak down and kill him silently. You sneak down and slit his throat. Sneak down, slit his throat. That's a good one. I all hey, 
when they're taking a piss, that's the best time to sneak behind them and slit their throat. Exactly. They don't know what's coming. They're not going to make a sound. Yeah. It's a great option. I always have my head on a swivel when I poop in his house. <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> All right. Evac time. Yep. You are four miles from the coast, but it is freezing and your team is not equipped for an aquatic extract. Mm. There are patrols everywhere. Everywhere. How do you proceed? Do you go to the beach and wait for the Osprey to reach your position? Do not move and steal a truck heading out to the facility. Get your asses in the water. You were trained for this. Wait for something to happen. Get your asses in the water. You were trained for this. So you're all going to die of hyperthermia? We're going to get to where we need to go. Those okay. are the mission parameters. You right. stick to the mission. <laughs> I think you should have been a Navy SEAL. <laughs> uh, you are now called upon for a counterterrorism operation in Berlin, Germany. Mm. There are 12 hostiles inside the perimeter of a 20-story hotel. How do you infiltrate the red zone? Do you take a helicopter to the roof and go in from the roof access? Take the sewers. Go in, guns blazing. Take the helicopter and rappel down the side of the building. Sewer. Okay, just like a ninja turtle. (laughs) A tango has acquired a hostage. Is now using him as a human shield approximately 200 meters away. How do you neutralize the threat? Call your marksman in to take the shot. Risky. Throw a flashbang and quickly take him out. If he hasn't killed the civilian yet, just pound the shit out of him with slugs. The hostage might make it. Try to negotiate. Marksman. Okay. Of course, I'm supposed to negotiate, but if I have to kill a hostage, I don't mind. Headshot or LTL? Blam, tango eliminated or taser time? What? Do you guys shoot him through the head or are you going to try to taser him? Shoot him through the head. Yeah. Is, is, this, is this the same guy with the hostage? You don't want to be tasing No, I'm not tasing him. Head. Shoot him through the head. That's what my marksman sniper is for. Okay. That's what he's for. That's what his job is. That's the job, man. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed to be good at your job. You're SEAL team. This is elite shit. America. If you can't do your goddamn job, get out. <laughs> well, I'm proud to be Oh, my God. American. Continue. Okay. Could you handle not telling any of your family and friends or even your spus? My spus? There's no O in spus. <laughs> my spus. Ugh, that sounds great. That, that sounds, sounds disgusting. Ugh. Let me get to my spus. Ugh, I got some spus. <laughs> <That's> so gross. <laughs> what your job entails. If my commander gives the order, I obey. Maybe just a small story. I can't keep my mouth shut for five seconds. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, if I if the commander gives the order, I obey. See, I don't think you could ever have a commander, though. No, I couldn't. I don't think that would... You would never I have a real hard time with authority, with authority and obeying. <laughs> you would have to be like drafted into the military with like you are. You are the leader. You are the leader. <laughs> yeah, I have a real hard time following orders. You have inevitably confronted your primary target with a face-to-face encounter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the boss battle bar comes up. <laughs> you can oh see... God, they have four more health points than me. <laughs> you can see his eyes are blinking red, <laughs> and they are pleading to let him live. Your orders are to kill him and get out. What is your plan? Sorry, buddy. Just knock him out. Walk away. Walk away. Make a bargain to send him to Cuba under the Witness Protection Program. Kill him. So sorry, buddy. My Uh, orders are to kill him. I know. what. Come on, guys. (laughs) This this is a military operation. You follow your f***ing orders. Okay, here we go, here we go. I don't think the people in the show would have passed this. No. (laughs) You see a squad member take a round to the jugular. You know that he will probably die within a minute. Yeah. There is heavy fire at your position, and getting your teammate would expose you too. Mm -hmm. How do you proceed? I'm coming, buddy. Nope. 
Have your team lay down suppressing fire and go get his ass. Drop your weapon and cry, asking yourself why you chose to do this. Or he's dead anyway. Ignore it. Well, I've got two choices here. He's dead anywhere anyway, ignore it. Uh-huh. I mean that's that's kind of my that's first the job. That's kind of my first yeah. feeling here. The second is lay down suppressing fire and go get his ass. Okay. We're gonna bring his body back. Bring my body back. Bring my body book. You Harry, gotta bring my body book. Harry, bring my body back. <laughs> I'd uh, I'd get his ass. Okay, you're gonna get his ass. Sweet yeah. Ass. He's a part of my team and I'm gonna take care of my team. Oh, even if you're dead. Here we go, Rambo. Single handedly. Uh huh. You have battled your way into a compound, saved twenty or more hostages. Fuck yeah. You're almost done. You've ripped your shirt off and your pecs are glistening. And, and my hot. tits are like rounding in defying gravity. Your bandana blessed so These people have a very interesting idea of what the military is like. However, there are some rogue nukes ooh, inside Uh-oh. the compound that are triggered to launch. An airstrike can neutralize them, mm. but then they will blow up and kill you. Okay. This is like the end of the latest Bond movie. Oh, yeah. spoiler alert! <laughs> How do you advance? Call the airstrike? You're willing to die to save millions. Ah, run away! Run away! <laughs> Enter a self-destruct sequence. You still die. This is in parentheses. You still die. Call your leader and request guidance to try and disable the nukes. Self-destruct. And do self destruct? Yeah. What would you do in your final minutes? You'd be like, watch this, bitches. <laughs> and, you, and you'd be like, I am proud to be an American. I'm doing uh, my job, man. I'm doing my job. Hey, you're old and gray, so I guess you successfully. Oh, I guess I survived. All right, sweet. <laughs> Thinking about your military days. Uh huh. On the front porch, whittling. <laughs> I got my knits. I'm, I'm, I'm crocheting. You're, you're whittling a statue of George Washington. <laughs> How do you remember? Your military days is your final question. They were the good old days, fought side by side with the most elite soldiers ever. Geez, that was a waste. <laughs> I got to work in crappy conditions, risk my life, all for no recognition. WTF? <laughs> uh, you don't. You died a heroic death saving a teammate. Nothing much. You don't. I died, man. You died. I d- hit the self-destruct button. All right, let's see, let's see the answers. Ooh. Welcome to the team. <laughs> you are 77% Navy SEAL material, honey. Oh, okay. According to quiz to you. <laughs> According to people who can't spell spouse, you are what they're looking for. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> for illiterate people, you're number one. <laughs> you show extreme physical. Hmm. Do you? Do I? And mental strength. Okay. How does the quiz know you have physical strength? Because that one. Because of the one question running with my tits out. Oh no, you didn't cheat. No, I didn't cheat. That's right. Mm. Mm, No cheating. You have proven that you know how to survive, keep your squad safe. Well, no, technically they all died, and you just died with them. (laughs) (laughs) And accomplish the mission with precision, and stealth. Yeah. Yeah, you are 77% welcome to the team, 58% almost there, and only 2% probably not for you. Wow. So you are, you could be (laughs) the person who makes the dioramas. I'm going to be making the scale models for the military. (laughs) We were obsessed. I was obsessed with that. I saw a scale model that they were planning out their strategy and attack for in the show. And I was like, like, somebody had to make that. I'm going to make the scale models for the military. So Be like, no, you cannot plan it yet. I haven't gotten all the plaster on. So when you're making fun of, like, the kids in high school or, like, two art classes, yeah. like, just know they could be a Navy SEAL They're a day. Navy SEAL making the dioramas. <laughs> so, f*** that. They are there. Yeah. 
you know, have a good government job. Government job. Government. Government job yeah. making dioramas for the Navy SEALs. To I use. was obsessed with it, and I'm fairly certain they actually used a close-up shot of the diorama to set where they were, um, like looking at the bad guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm fairly certain it was the same scale model. Oh, you think so? They yeah. just reused it and said this yeah. is real because they were like, yeah. we're getting our money's worth on this Ooh. awesome scale model. <laughs> it was there for like 50% of the show. It was always on the site. <laughs> and he was always drawing attention to it. it. Always. Like, they no, were no, like, no, they were like, we ever. paid three thousand dollars for this diorama. Yeah. We're gonna fucking use it. Yeah, I just, I just love the idea that there is like an actual like <laughs> graphic it, artist because they have to be yeah. like, they have to be kind of high level, yeah, like clear military. Clearance. They need clearance because they're gonna have to go through all the photos of the recon in order to recreate and, this whole building. And I just see this inside like, and out. Really, like Andy Warhol. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> No, it's more cracks in the walls. It's not done. <laughs> it's not. You will not rush me. I don't care if she needs to be saved. This will be perfect. Now leave me alone. <laughs> we need another mangy dog in the alley. <laughs> so, this show starts off, as most shows do, with a sexy therapy session. Oh, hell yes. You know, I... <laughs> I loved <laughs> I loved the sexy therapy session. Yeah. I think it was actually pretty good. There was spoiler alert for the show, guys. It's not as bad as we thought it's, it was gonna be. It's definitely not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. I still enjoyed it. At times though it was a bit too boring. It got boring. Because it had a lot of plot, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was surprisingly full of plot. Yeah. But there was actually, I think, in and my character opinion, development. There's a lot of character development. Yeah. And there was a lot of, I wouldn't call it subtle. It was just, like, kind of well done. And the acting's yeah. not bad. Mm-mm. You know, like, I mean, everyone knew the job, and they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. But, like, there was, like, this. it starts off with this therapy session with David Boreanaz, mm-hmm. and he had just been on a mission, and while they are on this boat, mm-hmm. they were supposed to just, I think, set bombs. They go off book. Yeah. The strap on that mission... Said, he wasn't a strap. He no, was a member. He was just a guy. Yeah. He was like a friend of David Boreanaz. And he was like, hey, we think there might be um, some stuff in the safe. Yeah. And it can lead us to greater terrorist mm-hmm. threats or whatever. So instead of leaving right away, let's go get that stuff. And they go and get it. And not only do they end up losing the evidence. Yeah. The guy, his friend, dies. Yeah. And so, so this is massive fail. So he's in like court ordered therapy yeah. to deal with the post traumatic stress of that. Mm-hmm. And like I noticed it even before it happened, but like David Borean starts like rubbing his his hand his on hand, his yeah. leg. And then when you go into the flashback, you see that he had blood on his yeah. friend's blood on his hand and in the moment he had wiped his hand. Yeah. So I mean like And then he does it again. Later on, later in on in the show, when somebody else dies and yeah. he gets his blood on him. Yeah, and so it's like I, the way we're describing it sounds very heavy-handed. Yeah, and it is, it's but it worked in the show. But it works because mm-hmm. it, it is a it was a character beat for yeah. him, and it, it you kind of understood his psycholo- psychology. Like, there's something to be said about subtlety in writing, right. and then sometimes you do need to be a little blatant. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be a little bit forward with what you're trying to convey so everybody like understands and i didn't think it was so obvious that it was distracting Mm -hmm. i thought it was good Uh, yeah you know you know what i mean and uh he he kind of gets out of the therapy session he's kind of a douche about it right 
but like not in a way that was completely sexist or anything. Like mm-hmm. I was afraid of more. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a lot worse, but no, he just doesn't want to talk about it. Obviously, he just doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah, and so he's being kind of curt. Yeah, it her. has no, it has nothing to do with sexism. Yeah, yeah, he's just like yeah. I. Assume you will go to my superior officers and tell them that I did my uh, yeah. duty. And I did I came, my time. I'm I here. Di- I did my time yeah. and that I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. Then we get a whole bunch of other character development when we find out, like, basically that all Navy SEALs are Catholic. They're all Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> They're all invited to one of their friends' son's first communion. <laughs> David Boreanaz is always Catholic. He was a vampire, <laughs> and now in, like, Bones and in this, he's a Catholic. Was he Catholic in Bones? Yes. I oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I've only watched, like, the first season of Bones, which I thought was fine, but no, it just never stuck with Yeah. Them. I mean, I could probably go back and watch them now. Oh, I loved Bones up yeah. until they got together. That always ruins the show. And then they made her assistant, like, a serial killer or something, and I was that like... That was, like, only, like, in season one or two when that happened. I think. Oh, then that's when I stopped watching. <laughs> yeah. The weird nerdy kid. I mean, like... In a way, it's like a really cool twist. Yeah. But like, what I think I lost focus on the show. Bones. We're <laughs> Bones. Talking. We're talking about Bones. We're talking about Bones. Keep up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was when like it started out okay. and they had sort of like a high tech lab. Yeah. But then like by like I think it was like season two they had like fucking holograms. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like screen on. And yeah. like, a, like a huge like model. Yeah. It was. Of, like, manipulate it was stuff. ridiculous. It was like Star Trek level yeah. like technology. I was like okay. Yeah. I was like come on man. <laughs> She's supposed to be reading bones. I have a question for you. Yeah. I feel like and I think we're going to get a little bit into this when we get into reviews for this. Mm-hmm. I feel like they did a pretty good job of this show showing I think this is why it's almost kind of boring. Okay. Is I think it's very true to probably how it is. Like, yeah. I think a lot of the dialogue and, mm-hmm. uh, and the way they respond to the situations is right. how it is in real life. Which, when you see these things in real life, it's like, it's a lot of waiting and, like, yeah. a lot of, like, not, you know. Yeah, not doing anything. You know, recon. Doing, yeah, it's all recon mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The boat that they use, the dinghy that you yeah. use, is inflatable, right? Well, no. No, I think it's, I think it's. Well, it's rubber. Is it bulletproof? No, it's not bulletproof. The terrorist you know what? People, it might be hard plastic. If I put myself in the terrorist shoes, I would be shooting a hole in their dick. Yeah, with all that machine gun fire, I'm surprised it didn't get that, sunk. The machine guns, we might as well just get rid of them. They don't, they don't hit anything. <laughs> yeah, hit the broadside of a barn. <laughs> Literally. It was the broadside of a boat. They accidentally got that other guy. I yeah, think. that was... Um, the, the show, I guess... It, but anyway, we go to the, the first communion thing, and the show is really going out of its way yeah. to show the sacrifices. That the SEAL team members make. The, with their personal lives. And like he's in a, the process of a separation or a divorce with, yeah. from his wife. Mm-hmm. and you Because know, he never shows up for recitals. And he's like, never there for recitals. And, and I'm like, you do realize what he does, yes? This, is, this was my problem with it. I was like, I understand them going through like, Hey, when you're SEAL team, mm-hmm. you don't know when you're going to get called up. Yeah. You might not be there for your kid's yeah. first communion or whatever, whatever. But then I'm like, this is really going at the expense of his wife, though. Yeah. Who ends up looking unreasonable and shrewish. Yeah, she looks ridiculous. Because she's like, um, she has a recital next week. It would be really nice if you showed up. And he's like, well, I'm on rotation next yeah. week. And she's like, if you were a good father, you would let yeah, our it nation's was... security suffer. Yeah, it was some bullshit. I was like, I don't like her. They are, yeah. They're making her a horrible, nagging harpy. I don't, yeah. I, it was, I feel like in real life, mm-hmm. 
like I understand the wife of these members know what they're getting into. Yeah, and you wouldn't be like she would be defend. If anything, it would be should have been the daughter being like he never shows up, and the mother should be like, you know what he does for our country. You know, yeah, you know we have to make sacrifices. Yeah, I feel like that could have made the we have to support him wife look, but then more sympathetic. Yeah, I get that, but then he couldn't be in the process of divorcing and. Macking on the CIA agent at the same time. Yes, Mac on the CIA. Got to Mac on the the agent. The ever moral CIA. The spook, <laughs> as he calls her. Yeah. 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 I, I love. I did really like her though. She was cool. I liked her because she was like, "Forget the hostage. We're taking this guy down before he kills thousands." Well, because you are very much in the 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 realm of like the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Well, yes. <laughs> Sacrifice one to save thousands? I have no qualms. Well, here, here's my problem. The show is military porn. Okay. 100%. Where you, you make, it, you win no matter what. You win no matter what. There yeah. is no question of the evil of our enemies. Yeah. There's no question of our own moral superiority. We yeah. are doing the right thing. Yeah. And these people are fucking evil. Yeah. And... So one of the one of the points of the show is like they are going after this high level terrorist. Yeah, this is like their first chance. War to... on terror, baby. War <laughs> on terror. <laughs> one of the guys said, "War on terror, baby." Yeah, and I was like, "The what now?" <laughs> the who and the what now? <laughs> and um, <laughs> and so we're all about the war on terror, baby. And they're going after this high level terrorist guy, mm-hmm. and in the process of recon, they find out that he has. A kidnapped yeah. a civilian American yeah. college age girl. Yeah. For horrible nefarious Horrible purposes. nefarious reasons. Which you know, great. Yeah. So well not great, but you know what I mean. Uh, like yeah. that's what's happened. So then they they go to their their like chiefs of staff or whatever mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, by the way, they have this. Yeah. And the CIA operative is mm-hmm. like, We have to take this guy down yeah. no matter what. And and the military it's like, excuse me. Are, are you, you saying we cannot save the hostage? <laughs> like the it's it's like I said, it's military porn in the sense it's like you <laughs> want to believe that the American government would do this for you. Yeah. Like, are you suggesting <laughs> I am a four star general? Are you suggesting <laughs> that we go after this terrorist? Rather than save this one college girl right. that got kidnapped and bring her home safely, <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, actually, that's what exactly yeah. what I'm saying." And then David Boreanaz is like, "We're SEAL Team, whatever, ninety five. We, we can, can do, do both. We can do both. We can do both." And I was like, "Actually, they can because both of them are in the same building. So why can't you do fucking both?" Yeah, and he and he goes to the diorama. He goes to the diorama. <laughs> <kid> built. <laughs> <laughs> that they hired a professional artist to recreate. A professional diorama maker. <laughs> they are a lieutenant. They and, are he, and he's like, look, we land on the top. They're an NCO. And we, we go from the top down. Yeah. And that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And they rescue the hostage. And then the fucking strap ruins the goddamn mission. Okay. I would have skinned him. We should describe who the strap is now. The strap is someone. By the way, Michael Roker is in this show. I love his that voice was, so much. Oh man! Every too. time he starts talking, I'm just like, yes, continue talking. He probably man. worked for an afternoon. Yeah. It was the one scene, and he was gone. But he yeah. he delivered the gravitas. Yeah. The voice of it. Mm-hmm. But basically, this guy, this strap, is like they're specialized people. Yeah. And they're going to Liberia, specifically Monrovia. Yeah. Uh, 
founded by James Monroe. Yeah. And uh, but um, they need someone who can speak the languages yeah. of this area. And this kid knows, but he's also kind of a he's free a- thinker. He's an Aaron in the oh, SEAL God. team world. Hey, don't you f***ing <laughs> dare compare me to that piece of shit who was so sexist in training he got shot. Yeah, he got shot because he would. Well, they were doing a training exercise, and he kept focused on, like... On the, the men rather than the woman there. And then he gets killed by the female yeah. terrorist. It, it was a training episode. A, a, so. Episode, and Michael yeah. Roker hands him his ass. And then he yeah. talks back to Michael Roker. Oh, my God. But And he's like, I, I'm sorry. I thought I should look at the um, yeah. military... Man. Man, not, yeah. like, the puny woman. There. Yeah. So, and I was like, fuck. You, you deserve to get shot and in the Michael back. Then Michael Roker's like, "You just got shot, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> so, so immediately, I don't like the strap. But it turns out he's like, for some reason, the only person who, at least a smattering of knowledge of like yeah. many multiple of the tribal dialects. dialects in this specific area. Yeah. So he gets kind of roped into this team. Yeah. And I did like there was kind of a. Uh, a moment where I'm like, oh, this is for the military watchers. Mm. Where they they walk out and and she's like, um, she's like, oh, we got we got you a strap. Who knows like multiple dialects. Mm. And David Boreanaz is like, it took you 19 months to find someone who can yeah. speak Urdu. And she's like, and you found this guy in like six hours. And she's like, hey, sometimes you're just lucky. And I'm like, oh, that's for people in the military yeah. who are like, there's no way they found a guy yeah. who can speak that many languages <laughs> that fast. Right. I was there. It would yeah. take months. And so, <laughs> so they literally just had, it, like the whole they had scene, a line. It, there was a line mm-hmm. where like David Boreanaz laughs. He's like, I guess we are lucky. And then like, walks <laughs> off. I'm like, oh, I know why that line's in there. Right. Because <laughs> they were afraid you were going to lose watchers. Yeah. So, yeah, we talked about the uh, infallible morality of the military. <laughs> uh, uh, the, there's no question of American exceptionalism. Mm-hmm. One thing I did like, actually, talking about, like, kind of subtle things like the hand thing. Yeah. I don't know why this really stuck out to me. <laughs> but uh, at one point, they all dress in the cobs mm-hmm. to get yeah. into this one area to stake out yeah. the area. And there's like, I mean, it's like freaking David Boreanaz who's like six foot three yeah. in this like covering. But prior to that, he's like, oh, we're going to get in the Scooby-Doo van yeah. and do this. And I'm like, I know for a fact mm-hmm. that David Boreanaz knows that's the mystery machine. <laughs> However, at some point, someone was like, his character wouldn't know that. Okay. I don't know why that... Bo- that <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like that, that that process that probably went right. in there. They're like, his character says, we'll get in the mystery machine. He's like, no, 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 no. This guy is a military guy. He wouldn't know that. Well, why wouldn't the military know Scooby-Doo? Well, no, he knows Scooby-Doo, but not the specific name of their van. Why wouldn't he know that, though? He could have known it. Like, I, if he if he's if he's referencing Scooby-Doo... He knows the fucking mystery machine. Everybody knows it's the mystery machine. Yeah. Then it's my one criticism. <laughs> so, but going back to, to, to like your your love of the CIA agent who yeah. was willing to sacrifice this girl in order for mm-hmm. the greater good. And then she has a good argument for it too. She's yeah. like, I don't remember how long, I think she, two years ago, mm-hmm. she had been on a mission. She almost got the guy, but she was like, I'm going to protect my source instead. And he ended up getting away because yeah. there was like a, uh, extremists, yeah, uh, in, in in the her group or whatever. in her team, yeah, in her team. So he got tipped off. He got away, and then a couple months later, he blew up a high school that killed yeah. a bunch of kids. Yeah, and then he he got the source anyway. 
Yeah, exactly. And, so, and murdered them horrifically. So that's her argument. And I yeah. think it's a good, very good argument for her to be yeah. like, I know, you know. Yeah, this is bad. But, but there's he's doing this to everybody else, too. Greater good. What I think deflates that a bit for me okay. is at the end, you know, he goes up to her and he's like, look. I'm sorry. I mean, first of all, this. Oh, we didn't get talk about the strap. We've got to talk about the strap. The okay. Strap. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're we were going chronologically, so I figured I would just wait until we got to this. The... Is chron- this is chronological. So, okay. so there. Oh, and I love the dog foreshadowing. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, yeah. I appreciated that because then I was like, oh, the dog's sitting. The dog sees a bomb. He knows something's there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The um. So basically, they go in and they're gonna go and save both people yeah. or not safe well, no, save I, the hostage and bring in a exfiltrate what was his name sadid i don't i don't know uh, i don't know uh, <laughs> i'm not even gonna try man i don't know any of the people's names i'm calling him david boreana yeah i don't even CIA I don't, lady cia lady like we don't know their names I, I don't know, I don't. <laughs> so i'm certainly not gonna try for his i'm gonna say it was sahid it could be but Regardless, All right. the, that's the plan. They have four helicopters. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to use, but one of the helicopters has uh, technical issues and can no longer because they're Blackhawks. I mean, we uh, everybody we've knows. seen the movie. They Black go down Hawks all the time. suck. <laughs> they are the worst helicopter. So basically, what happens is because they don't have this extra helicopter, they mm-hmm. cannot perform both of the missions. Yeah. And now the priority mission is to free save the hostage. Save the hostage. Yeah. However, in the process of that, their dog, their Navy Seal mm-hmm. dog. Cute little Cerberus, which is a great name for a, a, a military dog, I think. Oh, it's fucking fantastic. It's great. Yeah. It shows they're literate. Yeah, it shows they know <laughs> classical literature. <laughs> it's like, we're not just, And like, Greek mythology. Lunkheads. Smarty we... pants. <laughs> they, uh... He, and the dog is the best actor. Oh, he had, I love the dog. By far. By far. But, like, the dog senses something mm-hmm. with his Snoopy sense. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we should go check this out. Yeah. Which is like kind of calling back the beginning of like mm-hmm. kind of going off mission a little yeah. bit. Boreanis is like, take the girl, go up here. Mm-hmm. He kind of gets forced into a position where he has to take the strap. Yeah. Because the strap knows language. He's like, if you run into him, you're going to yeah. want to be able to, you're going to need to be able to speak the yeah. language. So he takes him into these tunnels below. He tells the strap, watch our six yeah. in these tunnels. Which means stay back and watch our backs. Yeah, exactly. Which he does not do. Does not f***ing do. What happens is they go ahead, they find the guy they're looking for who has an S-vest, a suicide vest on, Mm -hmm. and they're trying to calm him, but, like, Boreanis obviously knows very limited what... Urdu. I think it's Urdu or whatever Mm -hmm. he's speaking. Uh, So, like, basically all I can say is, like, calm down. Yeah. And in the meantime, the strap, Mm -hmm. the sexist, douchey strap, hears voices in the hallway. And he catches someone that was kind of between him and them. So mm-hmm. he did his job. That's what he was supposed to do. He's protecting them. Yeah. However, he then felt that guy might have another mm-hmm. person in the So tunnel. he continues moving on through the tunnels, not watching their six at all. Not watching their six. And he ends up in the same room as them. Yeah. And he ends up killing this person that they were supposed to. Bring in alive. And and here's the thing. the The spook was like. He would rather surrender than be a martyr. So he's not going to blow himself up. She says that specifically. He's been she in the game for 20 years. Yeah. He's been in this for 20 years. It's uh, She said martyrdom's a young man's game. Yeah. He's too old. He doesn't want to die. Yeah. He's not going to kill He's him. always going to surrender. And she says this a few times. So the audience knows 
Yeah. He's not going to blow himself up. So even though he's got this detonator, and I saw, I didn't see the thumb on the detonator top you either. You were looking at it. You were looking at it. Because I was like, he would have already blown them up if yeah. he was going to. But yeah. instead, he's just kind of hiding behind beams. I was like, he's not going to blow he's him up. He's scared, but he's not, he doesn't yeah. seem to be in any kind of aggressive action. Exactly. I was like, he's not going to do anything. And what's stupid, too, about this strap mm-hmm. is he actually speaks the language. Yeah, but yet he stays silent, hides in a corner, and then fucking puts a bullet in this guy's head. For like, just out of nowhere. Just, just puts... out of nowhere. And he's like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. I was like, you mother and like, so, Meanwhile, David Boreanaz was trying to talk this guy down and yeah. almost gets him down. Yeah. Yeah, he was getting him to yeah. relax. Yeah. He was telling him to kind of put your hands up, yeah. put your hands up, or whatever. The mission is bring this f***er in alive. We need him for an enhanced interrogation technique. Yeah, so, you know, waterboarding and, and shit. Get no. Oh, I've been reading a book. It was way worse than waterboarding. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> but not in this show. No. We are... We are good guys. We are the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, but after that, they get back, and he's kind of like, woohoo, I killed the terrorist. Yeah. And, like, David Boreanaz is, like, is pissed. Is pissed off. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, I'd be pissed off, too. Yeah. David Boreanaz, you're sexy. He didn't, he didn't follow my orders, because mm-hmm. he was supposed to stay in the back and watch our six. Mm-hmm. Instead, he comes around and shoots my target in the fucking face. Yeah. So, he, so, basically... I was livid. So David Boreanaz's buddy mm-hmm. is like, you can't do an active action review, an AAR. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'll follow you around for the rest of your life. It's like just like a black mark on, yeah. on you. David Boreanaz is like thinking of doing this, but he ends up not doing it. Yeah. He kind of lets the guy go. Which really pisses me off. Which pisses me off. So this guy gets away with like not following orders, yep. losing a high profile yep. asset. You know, and then getting a clean kill. And it gets a clean kill, and then David Boreanaz ends up, because he's the leader, yeah. takes the credit for, yeah. like, the fuck-up of the mission. Yeah. Which is where I was getting to. So then he goes to the CIA agent, who had mm-hmm. up until this point been like, the most important thing is getting this guy. He has so much information. Yeah, I was really disappointed that she was like, you did good. She's like, no, I think you did a successful mission. You saved that girl, even though she was the one arguing yeah. against saving her. Yeah. And then she's like, you saved that girl and you took down a terrorist yeah. who, you know. Who, I call this a win. I call this a win. And that just didn't feel. But it is a win. It is a win. This terrorist is dead. He's not going to hurt anybody, anybody else. else. They did save the They did save the girl. It is still a win. However. There's a pragmatism to it. But like. It there didn't... could have been so much more information gained here. Yeah, like, I, the, the, she kind of absolves him of the mission's up. Which is nice, though, because you do kind of want your military who's following your orders yeah. to, to like you. But I don't know if that's realistic in real life that the CIA would be like, good job. <laughs> True, but... <laughs> you know? And then it ends with him hitting his, uh, his daughter's uh, recital, recital. And then she has that weird-ass song. The weird song. My God, I, I don't know what song it is. I would recommend people watching the show just to hear that creepy-ass <laughs> song at the end. And tell me if I'm wrong regarding the strap. <laughs> yeah, No, yeah. I, 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 I feel fully justified in nailing this guy's ass to the wall. Yeah. Disobeying yeah. orders? Uh, no. Yeah. Especially mine. No, yeah, you do yeah. not because when you Because when you cosplay this in your head, you're always in charge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh yeah, I don't obey anybody, and I don't follow orders. What was what was the show we were watching? I know, I think it was uh, Lower Decks. Yeah. When like uh, Boimler has like his fantasy come true yeah. or whatever, and he's in a sidecar, yeah. <laughs> and Mariner's like, "You're in your fantasy. You're not. In the... <laughs> you're not in the lead. <laughs> you're not. You're in a sidecar." <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway, uh, here here are some some reviews, and let's see if you can. Uh, oh God, see what's gonna happen. Sure. Gone downhill. One out of ten star from Pam Deland. Oh God. She says Pam Dan- Deland Deland Deland. Uh, we used to enjoy watching Steel Team, but recently the language has become absolutely horrible. <laughs> yeah, because we know the military doesn't cuss at all. The use of profanity, <laughs> especially the F word, oh. is just disgusting. Oh, please. It is not necessary to write good a good dialogue. We will not be watching any longer. Oh, please. Go go shove your head further up <laughs> I, the ass. I love that they have no problem with there's like no question of like the the morality yeah. of what they're doing of like shooting people it's yeah. the f word it's the f word i've lost all interest says sharon <laughs> <laughs> like sharon <laughs> i realize that foul language is to be expected oh, in the military oh my god what but this show has gotten ridiculous <laughs> The writers can't seem to come up with any good lines, so they repeat the F word over and over. It won't be watched in our house anymore. Oh, my God. Started out as a great show before coming to Paramount Plus, but it's since lost my interest. <laughs> so, ba- basically... Uh, so, the women are like, ew. Suddenly, they cuss. Gross. Gross. Oh. Gross. <laughs> it also became very predictable in the storylines. Someone's always dealing with the marital problems and or getting blown up. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes simultaneously. <laughs> I can spend my time in better ways. Really enjoyed watching the first four seasons, but now I'm very disappointed. <laughs> Not everyone enjoys listening to foul language nonstop through a show. <laughs> Clean up the language. At least some, and I'd be happy to return. Oh, God. H.W. Deland. Hey, we, this is another Deland. Oh, oh no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Says, unnecessary use of foul language. Oh, my God. <laughs> Four great seasons and then a dip into extreme crude. Season five, episode one, first three minutes, four F-bombs. Why go there? <laughs> Eliminates it from family viewing. Uh, yeah, because what I want my son seeing is a bunch of machine guns going off. Yeah, it, it, that's what I love about these foul language people. It's like, it's okay. I'm watching this with my eight-year-old, yeah. you know, my six-year-old or whatever. That's Just fine. killing people left but and right. But as soon as they fine. say the fuck... Oh, it, we're done for. Oh, we can't watch this No, anymore. we can't watch oh, this, this anymore. This show is it's immoral. Oh, give me a break. Profanity. Oh, Debbie. no. Oh, my God. Okay, stop. No more of these reviews. <laughs> I, 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 this is a good one. Ugh. This is a good one. It's kind of sad. I might put some sad music behind okay. it. Okay. My husband and I were avid fans of SEAL Team from its inception. Mm-hmm. My husband passed away in May of 2020, but I still continued to watch. When it moved from the network to Paramount Plus, I subscribed and glad that I could still watch it. I was deeply disappointed when they decided to f bomb, sh bomb, Jesus Christ in vain. Who is my Lord and Savior? <laughs> really, it was a good show before you did this. I have watched my last SEAL Team episode. I canceled my Paramount Plus subscription today. Good, go for it. I'm you. sorry that her husband died, but really, like, come on, man, guys. Deal with it. Okay. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Great entertainment from NP Verily. Okay, first up, there are a lot of people dissing this show for accuracy reasons who, I will bet, have never served a day in their entire lives. <laughs> I wasn't a SEAL oh, or God. even Navy. Oh, God. But I did serve in armor back in the 80s before later becoming a cop, lieutenant oh, God. in civilian life. The camaraderie and dialogue is pretty accurate, actually. These guys are your brothers, family. Units become incredibly close-knit, and you would die to save them. Yeah. Simple as that. 
Yes, we cracked stupid jokes. That's a coping mechanism. <laughs> sure, it's not 100% accurate. It can't be. It's TV. Entertainment. But even doers are damn. I don't know what that means. Good job of portraying the life. <laughs> now, I, okay, I see I, I, a lot of my reviews, bad reviews there, were specifically focused on the profanity, yeah. which I found hilarious. Yeah. But I will say there were a lot that accused it of going woke. Okay. Which was hilarious wow. to me. And then there, there was a huge divide of people who were like, I was in the military and this is all fake. Yeah. And then a lot of people were like, I was in the military and this is exactly how it is. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was also very funny. Right. So, so yeah. So, it's a woke show about <laughs> SEAL teams. Like, they're like, I can't believe they used the word heteronormative. Like, I don't know. Oh, Jesus. And, and they said it was getting too soap opera-y. They were like, there's not enough action. Mm. It needs to be more... Uh, is focusing too much on their personal lives. Yeah, I can see that. So, well, like I said, if you're gonna win every mission, it's gonna get boring. I think so. Yeah, you know, like because a show like this only has a shelf life of two to three years. I would say so. If you're going into like five years and like none of these guys mm-hmm. have like died, yeah, like I mean, it starts making in them these almost, high stakes missions, it's it's absurd. It starts making them look like superheroes. Yeah, and that's. If you're looking for realism. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to get shot. They need to be tortured, kidnapped, whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. I can kind of see that, though. And I can kind of see, like, I think the, um, I think the um, soap opera, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, I think that aspect of the show was actually sort of the weaker part of the yeah, show. Yeah, I agree. Because, like we said, it with force, I, I understand why they did it, yeah. but it forced the position of the wife to be a shrew yeah, or a Yeah, to be horrible. And not, like, being sympathetic to what yeah, he does. not understanding. Like, because we have to have that conflict there. Mm-hmm. But it's such a, like, a, ugh, God. Yeah. Like, I'm only saving the world. Yeah, like, she was a drag, and yeah. it, it was it really pissed me off. Yeah, and if it delves more into, like, yeah. that kind of stuff, that, like... Dan didn't go to my science fair. Like, yeah. Yeah, I was killing this terrorist. Who's yeah. going to blow up, you know, let's build it. I'm a SEAL team. Come on, man. Like, you you, you should be aware that this is what we're doing. Yeah. You know, so, um, but what, red light or green light, this show? Oh, green light the f*** out of this show. I thought it was good. I mean, like, am I going to watch anymore? No. 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 I think if you're into, like, military-type yeah. shows... I think this is a good for you. I yeah. think it's good. I mm-hmm. think overall it's good. And like you said, it did make a point... It didn't feel... I would, ne- I would never quantify it as woke. No. However, it did make... It wasn't unwoke either. I, you know, honestly, I think it gave everybody a fair shake. Like, even though we had a nagging woman, we also mm-hmm. had a really capable, confident yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We also had yet another capable woman. Like, and, we had three capable and women. And we had actually. POCs who were very capable and smart. And, you know, so it, it didn't feel unwoke, but it didn't feel forced woke. Yeah, it, maybe that's their problem, the forced woke of it. Here, here, here I'm going to give an example of something. That I think it straddles a line, and I'm not saying that this line should be straddled because yeah. obviously our own beliefs definitely lean more to the left. Yeah. But there's a scene where he accuses so, something about racism or whatever. Yeah. And then there's, like I joked about a few weeks ago, there's one black guy in the show. Yeah. And he turns to the black guy who's his friend. He's like, isn't that racist? And the black guy's like, the racist thing is you ask the one black guy if yeah. it was racist. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, it was a, 
actually a, a solid joke. Yeah. It was sort of woke, but also kind of not woke. Yeah. So it was really calling it. It was calling yeah. it out, but it was, like I said, it kind of straddled a, a line that mm-hmm. I, I don't think it was doing either or. It was very center of the yeah. line, which could be its own problem, yeah. I guess. So I think if you like. I think it was trying. It was which is, trying. It's important to at least try. Yeah. Because then you eventually get it figured out and you come out on top and better. It wasn't, yeah. But it, you have to at least try first. It wasn't trying to be fully right or left. Yeah. It was like, it, it was, if anything, it was left of center. Yeah, Like, yeah. It, which was sur- it's surprising for a- For the show, for yeah. For a military show. Does it work all the time? No. No. And obviously there is a jingoistic- Yeah. M- military thing going on yeah. here. Throughout, throughout yeah. that. It wasn't as near as douchebaggery as I thought it was going to be, except for that damn strap who I really want to see get shot. Yeah. I mean, I thought all uh, the characters were quite good. But, like, I I didn't mind any of them other than that strap. Yeah, yeah. It was the, the He was the only one who was really sexist. Like, mm-hmm. David Boreanaz, like, they have um, the therapist. Mm-hmm. Like David he, Boreanaz gets really sexy in it. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, I was like, damn, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's that other woman who I think will have a bigger role throughout the series. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like, she she, she was, like, just... There was never any calling out anyone for their gender. Yeah, there was none of that. Or their race. Yeah, none of that. Or anything like mm-hmm. that. They it were was, just doing their jobs. They're just doing their which jobs. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think it, it's... So, yeah, I don't see myself watching anymore. No, me either. Uh, this was plenty for me. Yeah. But like you said, it was surprisingly... It was much better than I thought it was going to be. It was I, I give it a solid seven. Yeah, it, it was very watchable. Yeah, very watchable. You know, like in some of the shows we watch are not. Are not. <laughs> are very not. So, yeah, I'd green light it for a specific yeah. group that, you yeah. know, doesn't want F words in there. <laughs> what a dumb thing to bitch about. I can't believe Aren't that. you lucky that that's all you have to bitch about? Yeah. I mean, like, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I don't <laughs> mind him. Oh, I don't mind us unquestioningly going into other countries. And killing, killing people. Killing people. Yeah. But the minute they Taking say, the Jesus Christ Lord name in vain. What? But the moment you say fuck or shit or yeah. whatever or Jesus, you know, then suddenly I have to abandon this show. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Your priorities are whack. Like, you really need to self-reflect. Yeah. yeah. Because words don't kill people. No. Bullets do. Yeah, exactly. So, it's it's just, ugh, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's kind of one of those things is like, uh, is with that saying about bands, it's like, uh, I like the band, but I can't stand their fans. Yeah. That's how I think I feel about this show. It's like, I, I like, like Star Wars, but I can't stand the fans. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the show was <laughs> fine, but like the people who would overly criticize it or really like yeah. it, I don't think I like those people yeah. very much. Although I am starting to kind of change my tune on Andor because you mentioned something this morning that caught my interest yeah. about the, the fascist dark side woman who's not, who doesn't have force powers or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I was like, she sounds interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I, I'm, I'm like, pretty close to checking it out again. Yeah. I, I, you know, just to see kind of where it goes. Like, you I mean, I'm kind of, I, I really don't want to spend like four or five episodes for setup. But yeah, I'm hoping that we've already watched the setup now. No, there's I, four or five more like, slow ass episodes. Cam from Japan. <laughs> Whom I trust with my life like a SEAL team brother and I. He's going to watch you while you pee so I don't slit your throat. Exactly. 
That's the kind of person Cameron Japan is. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> he will make sure you don't kill me while I'm peeing. But he said see, episode three is where it pops off, and that's right. exactly where we stopped watching. Okay. So maybe we've gotten through all like the crummy bits, and like we can mm. actually enjoy it now. Maybe today for lunch. Well, I don't know. I'm still watching my tiny home bitches. Oh, right. And, yeah, we do have to watch our tiny homes. God, they're hilarious. Oh, God, they're hilarious. It's like, it's purchasing property. So it's not like tiny home uh, styles or whatever. Yeah. Like, there's another one where they build tiny homes, and it's all cute and fun. But, no, this one, they actually go out and buy tiny homes already made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're real idiots about it. Oh, my God. So funny. Like, there's this one guy in Florida (laughs) who's, like, like, it's a house that's, like, an artist's house. Yeah. And, like, she has a lot of, like, busts yeah uh, like not not busts like head busts but like, but like of like breasts, breasts and, and butts and uh because she designs like shell like or like uh, bikinis and stuff yeah, yeah yeah and like this dude is like in front of his wife he's like oh wow do i turn these knobs for the boob tube yeah and i was like oh my fucking god this guy but then he's like i can't live here because i can't take the style and i'm like i'm pretty sure you're allowed to take the art off you the can wall. take the art down you dumb f- I mean, like, most likely she's taking it with her. Yeah, like, she's not going to so, leave her art with you. So even though this place was, like, the 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 baby bear porridge yeah. of, like, <laughs> the houses they look at, yeah. he refuses it based on, like, the wall art. That they can easily remove. <laughs> like, he's the dumbest oh, person ever. Idiot. Oh, oh, my God. Every episode has at least one person who's just, like, the so worst. stupid. Like, because his wife in that one, she's like, this one's this too small. This is too tiny, don't you think? And this then they go so to another tiny. one. She's like, this-, this is way too big. This is not <laughs> tiny living. <laughs> and you can like almost see it in the real estate agent's yeah. face, like being like, "Oh, oh my fucking god!" god. <laughs> People just stopped listening to our podcast. We said f. Word. We said f too much. Too many times. I think I should say it 20 times in a row now just to get rid of that (laughs) audience. If you're listening to us, (laughs) I mean, I try to bleep them all, although I've noticed I don't always catch them all. (laughs) Trust me, I've noticed. (laughs) I sneak in a few. I sneak in a few for the kids. (laughs) (laughs) You want to listen to the potty mouth. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, um, yeah, I don't know what I was going to say with that. I don't know. Piloting the pilots. Come on. Oh, you're going to do mine? Yeah, I'm going to do yours. Okay, hold on. Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter. Well, no, not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, or email us at pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would. I'm not paying to use Twitter. You can go f- your ass. You can go, Elon Musk. You can go, go fuck f- your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we will be watching the show we cannot pronounce, Shantarum. <laughs> we will know how to pronounce it for our podcast next week. And then it's going to be like, it's Shantarum. And we're like, yes. Yes. I think it's Shantarum. Shantarum. I think there's a different emphasis on the syllable. You know what I found out about it? It's a period piece. What? It takes place in the 80s, so no cell phones for these people. Oh, or, or if they God. have cell phones, they're going to be the, ones gonna be the big ones? Oh, my God. Let me see the big ones. See, I already have a problem with it, though, mm. because nothing in those trailers looks 80s to me. Nothing looked 80s. I don't like that. If you're going to set it in the 80s, it better look, look like 80s. the 80s. I want bowl haircuts. Yeah, I want wood paneling everywhere. I want and those, members those gross jackets. ass, like... <laughs> what were they? That, they weren't gardens, but they were like 
farm crocheted on couches. You know what I'm talking about? With the weird brown leaves everywhere. Come on, those gross ass couches. That sounds monstrous. Yeah, they were gross. Shag carpeting. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I want it to look like the 80s. Yeah. Charlie Hunnam does not look like he's from the 80s. He does not look like he's That's from like the 80s. That's like John Hamm trying to look like he's modern. Yeah. He it. only no. works in the 50s <laughs> or 60s. He has a very distinct time period look about himself. Yeah, he cannot look like no. he, he doesn't look right. No, he doesn't fit in he's 2022. Time yes. <laughs> Watch Confess Fletch. All right. Uh, anyway. Uh, That's it. I love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> sure.